Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter three, continued. The continuation of Mother Teresa's long letter to the Archbishop of Calcutta on January 13th, 1947. The Call. To be an Indian, to live with them, like them, so as to get at the people's heart. The order would start outside Calcutta, Corisapore, open lonely space, or St. John's Sialda, where the sisters could have a real contemplative life in their novitiate, where they would complete one full year of true interior life and one in action. The sisters are to cling to perfect poverty, poverty of the cross, nothing but God, so as not to have riches enter their heart, they would have nothing of the outside, but they would keep up themselves with the labor of their hands. Franciscan poverty, Benedict's labor. In the order, girls of any nationality should be taken, but they must become Indian-minded, dress in simple clothes, a long white long-sleeved habit, light blue sari, and a white veil, sandals, no stockings, a crucifix, girdle, and rosary. The sisters should get a very full knowledge of the interior life from holy priests who would help them to become so united to God as to radiate him when they join the mission field. They should become true victims, no words, but in every sense of the word. Indian victims for India. Love should be the word, the fire, that will make them live the life to its full. If the nuns are very poor, they will be free to love only God, to serve him only, to be only his. The two years in perfect solitude should make them think of the interior while they will be in the midst of the exterior. So as to renew and keep up the spirit, the sisters should spend one day in every week in the house, the mother house of the city, when they are in the mission. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side light and guard to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mother Teresa is very concerned about the formation, the foundation, the beginning of the life of those who would join her. She wanted to make sure that they have a deep interior life. In other words, in their heart, 
in their soul, they must be united to Jesus. They must be living for Jesus. They must keep him in mind. Think back to mother's own experience when she was a Loretto nun. Think of how in the midst of all her teaching, in the midst of all of her work, she had this profound connection to Jesus. She was doing everything for him. So intense was that profound relationship with Christ that it led her to make that private vow of doing everything to please him. And so Mother Teresa wants these sisters to be completely given over to Christ and the poor. But in order to do that, a foundation has to be laid, of prayer and of understanding the spiritual life. A foundation needs to be laid of active training. Two years, one of more prayer and one of more active training, so that then they can begin to enter into the mission field. But even then, from the very beginning, what was her idea? One day a week, the sisters had to withdraw from this great work with the poor and to be alone with God, to spend time with God, to pray, to recollect, to read, to rest. All of this is part of her vision for this society. And what she wants from these sisters is that they will be poor. She wants them to live like a poor Indian woman who can convert other Indians. This is the original idea, to live like the poor Indian women that she knew so they could bring the light of Christ to them. But it has another advantage. If they're poor, she said, they will be free. Why? Well, think about what St. Francis of Assisi used to say to his monks, to his friars. Hey, if we're poor, we won't be scared of people robbing us. No one, we have nothing to rob. And if the sisters are truly poor, then they will not be dependent or fearful or scared of losing what they have. They will be living for Jesus. Their heart will not be set on accumulating things of this world or holding on to them because they won't have anything. And what they want to do is to love God, to serve him only, to be in his hands, to be only his. And let us ask tonight for the grace, wherever we are, whatever our path of life is, to be free, to have the freedom of the sons of God, we too want to serve God in our own place, and our own calling. But in order to do that, we have to be free. We can't be constrained. We can't have things holding us back. And during Lent, if we find something that's holding us back, something that's enslaving us, we offer it up, we give it up. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.